98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. An expert says now is a good time to relax some coronavirus restrictions, but warns that the SAR faces a long battle containing the virus. The Director of Audit tells the Hong Kong Sports Federation and Olympic Committee to increase transparency and accountability. And a Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker calls on the judiciary to explain why a judge has been barred from hearing cases involving anti-government protests. An epidemiologist says it's a good time to relax some of the coronavirus restrictions but warns that it will be affecting Hong Kong for another 6 to 12 months. University of Hong Kong Professor Benjamin Cowling was commenting after the government eased quarantine measures for business travellers and people who study in Hong Kong but live on the mainland. But the 14-day quarantine rule for other mainland arrivals was extended to June the 7th. Professor Cowling says it's important to remain alert. We know they're doing an awful lot of testing in China, so if cases are occurring in the community, it will become apparent. And that's also true in Hong Kong, that we're doing an awful lot of testing, and if there are infections in the community, we will find out about them. I think it's a good time to think about relaxing some of the measures, but we need to be on alert because the virus is not going to stay out of China, it's not going to stay out of Hong Kong. It's going to keep coming back in again and again with people bringing it in from overseas. And there's always going to be opportunities for local spread, so we need to be very alert. And when that happens, may need to consider tightening some of the measures again. Researchers at the Chinese University are recruiting 3,000 Hong Kong residents to take part in a study looking into the extent and characteristics of hidden coronavirus infections in the city. The research team will collect blood and saliva from adult participants and saliva only from children for tests. Professor Paul Chan, who will lead the study, says the tests are aimed at finding out the proportion of people in Hong Kong who didn't have any symptoms or had very mild symptoms after being infected with the new coronavirus. We will detect a kind of antibody, which is IgG antibody. And the property of this antibody is that it will develop after infection and usually after a few weeks or maybe after months. So this is regarded as a marker of previous infection and it is not a marker of current infection. So that has to be differentiated. That's why we encourage people, if they suspect they are having the infection at that time, it is not right to come to our, our study. They should go to their doctor to clarify whether they are really infected at that time. The Director of Audit has told Hong Kong's Sports Federation and Olympic Committee to increase transparency and accountability over the selection of athletes taking part in international events. That's after a row, a row broke out after the SAR's fastest swimmer wasn't selected to represent Hong Kong in the 2018 Asian Games. Timmy Sung reports. The director of audit investigated the selection row after the son of a senior member of the Amateur Swimming Association was picked to represent Hong Kong in the 2018 Asian Games instead of the fattest swimmer. The controversy sparked allegations of nepotism. According to the minutes of the Sports Federation and Olympic Committee in April 2018 before the Games, it was confirmed that 17 swimmers were shortlisted for the races, including two who had failed to meet the original selection criteria. Of the two, one had achieved good results in a 2017 competition and one was a key relay player. The others who were shortlisted included some swimmers who held scholarships. But the auditor said that being a member of a relay team and holding a scholarship were never criteria for selection and said there were no further deliberations on the two cases. It urged the committee to properly document the reasons for selecting athletes other than those laid out in the original criteria. 
He called on the committee to consider setting up an appeal mechanism modeled on those used overseas. The committee said he agrees with the recommendations. Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker Priscilla Leung says her LegCo panel will discuss the judiciary's decision to pull District Court Judge Kwok Wai Kin from hearing cases relating to anti-government protests last year after he was strongly criticised for comments made in sentencing last week. The judge sentenced a man who admitted attacking three people at a pro-democracy Lenin wall with a chopper to 45 months in prison. But he was accused of bias after criticising the anti-government protests and describing the attacker as a victim of the movement. Ms Leung heads the LegCo Legal Services Panel. She says the judge didn't express his political views during the sentencing and she called on the judiciary to give lawmakers an explanation. Whether it is because uh, some of the members in the public uh, express their view that they are very unhappy with the judge or they are very unhappy with the judgment, then they would uh, change the judge to adjudicate similar cases so quickly. The more concern is what would happen to these other 6,000 or so uh, uh, cases which are queuing up and there would be certainly a lot of um, similar situation happen. Two media groups have condemned police for arresting two reporters from pro-democracy Next magazine. The magazine also issued a separate statement accusing police of abusing its power to try and obstruct the reporters from exposing a scandal in the force's top brass. Timmy Sung reports it. The Journalists Association and the Press Photographers Association both condemned yesterday's arrests. Next magazine also says despite revealing their identities, the reporters were detained on suspicion of loitering as they carried out investigative reporting in Clearwater Bay. The magazine said the reporters were taken to a police station where their photographers were examined and their notes confiscated and photocopied. They were released after police confirmed their identities. The chairman of the Journalists Association, Chris Young, said officers had no right to inspect journalistic material without a court order. This is a quite serious the infringement of the uh, rights of reporters um, to keep their information confidential unless they are ordered by the court to do so. Police denied the reporters were snatched for no reason, saying they had failed to provide a reasonable explanation as to why they were there. A district councillor with only one ear has filed a complaint with the Equality Watchdog alleging that some police officers violated the Disability Discrimination Ordinance. Andrew Chu accused officers of mocking him by rubbing their ears and saying that he couldn't hear on Sunday outside City Plaza where a singing protest was taking place. The Eastern District Councillor had his left ear bitten off during an attack outside the same mall in Taikushing in November. I do think that people who perform some discrimination action or verbally, they should be not only condemned, but to face some of the punishment. So I will let the Equal Opportunity Commission to handle for that. And I truly think that members of the public also support me to file this complaint, and we are in high demand for the follow-up action and investigation by the Eagle Opportunity Commission. 
A handful of government supporters have protested outside government headquarters calling for Civic Party lawmaker Dennis Kwok to be disqualified. Jason Lam, spokesperson of Real Hong Kongers View, called it a joke that Mr Kwok failed to help elect a new chairman for LegCo's House Committee, despite presiding over more than a dozen meetings. Mr Lam said Mr Kwok was wasting people's time as many bills concerning public welfare couldn't be processed. He said the pro-democracy lawmaker should stop filibustering. If he insists to doing that, it's his choice. But all of our people, all the Hong Kong people, we will very disappointed for that. And I think that other lawmakers or other organizations will have the some 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 action again for for for, for this in this intention if he's doing that. The delayed gathering of China's legislature will go ahead on May 22nd. Its standing committee made the decision after considering improvements in the prevention and spread of the coronavirus. A Hong Kong delegate to the NPC Standing Committee, Tam Yu-chung, says the meeting this year will focus on balancing coronavirus prevention measures with economic activity. Overseas, the number of coronavirus cases in the United States has now passed one million. That's nearly a third of the world total and includes more than 58,000 deaths. The figures come from the Johns Hopkins University but are thought to underestimate the true position. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. Two grim milestones, more than a million cases of COVID-19 across the United States and another milestone in that more Americans have now died as a result of this virus than were killed during the almost two decades of the Vietnam War. So for all, there's a lot of talk about states uh, getting back to normal, of, uh, of uh, businesses restarting, of parks opening, of uh, beaches opening. We're still a long, long way from the end of this. A British nuclear submarine captain has been relieved of his command for allowing the crew to hold a dockside barbecue despite coronavirus restrictions. Commander John Lewis will be moved to other duties. Here's the BBC's Jonathan Beale. Commander Lewis went ahead with the barbecue for the crew of HMS Trenchant despite being warned against it by his superiors ashore and some of his own officers who thought it would be inappropriate during the Covid lockdown. The BBC's been told he wanted to be one of the lads. It was described as a welcome home party after they returned to Devonport after weeks at sea on patrol. Video emerged of the party and prompted an investigation. A senior defence source said the barbecue was just one of a number of errors of judgement he'd made over the past few months. The mainland has reported a jump in imported coronavirus cases but no new deaths. There were 21 cases from abroad and one local transmission in Guangdong province. China has registered a total of over 4,600 deaths from the virus among almost 83,000 cases. And government statistics show that property prices in Hong Kong rebounded slightly in March. The Ratings and Valuation Department said the price index of private homes last month increased by 0.4% from February. In terms of unit area, the selling price of units under 1,000 square feet rose by nearly 0.5% from February, while the selling price of units over 1,000 square feet fell by 1% over the same period. And now with the sports... Here's Adam Chung. The chief doctor at football's world governing body, FIFA, has warned against restarting the interrupted 2019-20 campaign. Michel Doga has suggested associations should prepare for action next season instead. 
Of course, the situation is different from country to country, but I think that today, the 28th of April, we are not ready for competitive football. We cannot see what will happen in the coming three weeks and the coming month. So my proposal is, if it is possible, avoid playing competitive football in the coming weeks and try to be prepared for the start of a good competition. His comments come as France confirmed that its top two leagues will not resume after the country banned all sporting events, including those behind closed doors, until September. French football journalist Julien Laurent explains the significance of the decision. Which is a disaster for the league and for the clubs, obviously, uh, financially, because there's no games. That means there will be no TV money. There will be no get revenues, probably loss of sponsorship deals as well, and merchandising. All of that is terrible, but it's, it's the feeling in France is that it's the right thing to do because clearly the safety of the players was not completely secured and it was not healthy and, and safe to play again. All European leagues have until the 25th of May to tell the governing body, UEFA, whether they want to complete or cancel the seasons. Meanwhile, Algeria's Africa Cup of Nations winner Atlan Guardiola says next year's tournament should be postponed or even cancelled due to the COVID-19 crisis. The 2021 edition was scheduled to take place in June and July, but was changed earlier this year to January or February. I know that African uh, Cup of Nations is important and is good for the countries and to organize it. And uh, I understand that. But to be honest, this one in 2021, I have a thing that it should be maybe it should be cancelled in a way. You know, what I mean, because they said it's in summer. Now we say it's winter. Now you have Corona, which make it more difficult. Maybe we will not be uh, ready with the games, uh, the qualifications games to, to organize it. One more football note, the trial of German legend Franz Beckenbauer on corruption charges surrounding the 2006 World Cup has ended without a verdict. The five-year-long trial had been suspended because of coronavirus, and the statute of limitations has now expired. The 74-year-old Beckenbauer, who won the World Cup as a player in 1974, and as manager in 1990, had denied the allegations. And that's your look at sports. And one last item of local news. Government statistics show that property prices in Hong Kong rebounded slightly in March. The Ratings and Valuation Department said the price index of private homes increased by 0.4%. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,620. That's 44 points up on the previous close. And to end the news, the top stories once again. An expert says now is a good time to relax some coronavirus restrictions, but warns that the SAR faces a long battle to contain the virus. The Director of Audit tells the Hong Kong's Sports Federation and Olympic Committee to increase transparency and accountability. And a Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker calls on the judiciary to explain why a judge has been barred from hearing cases that involve anti-government protests. The news. From RTHK.
Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday, the 29th of April is today's date. Many thanks to Phil for the morning brew. We do have a full program for you. Just after half past one, we'll be talking to Ting Ting, who is a recovered COVID-19 patient. And Ting Ting will join us uh, will, and tell us a bit about her experience and also her struggle uh, with the virus. And uh, after two o'clock, we'll be talking with local author Rina Bojwani about her debut children's book, Surprising Mrs. Robertson, and why she decided to launch it in Chinese as well. That'll be after the two o'clock news. And finally, since it's Wednesday, uh, we'll be joined by Cruz and McCalligan once again for our midweek audio column. And this week, Cruz will be talking about itching. Why do we itch and why do we scratch? Uh, we want to hear from you all, so feel free to drop us an email. Our email address is 123show at rthk.hk. That's 123show at rthk.hk. You can also find us on Facebook, which is Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. And um, once again, um, we've got the Hong Kong English Poetry Competition up and running, and the theme this year is two. So if you're feeling poetic or creative or if you know anybody who likes writing poetry then tell us about this uh, competition um, all they need to do is to write a poem of 400 words or less and they can submit it to poetry at rthk.hk and the deadline is not until July the deadline is the 5th of July um, there'll be some great prizes that you can win and also have your piece uh, read on air as well uh, once again the poetry uh, competition addresses poetry at rthk.hk We've opened this up to, to 